What's up, guys? Welcome to the James Marshall Podcast. Today I'm going over the NFL draft with my friend Teddy, and we're going over each pick. I'm going over my mock draft, which I did surprisingly well. So let's get straight into it. So this NFL draft, we ended up getting Chase Young from Ohio State, which I think is a great pick, great defensive end, and maybe best defensive player to come out of the draft this decade. I it's just, I think, a perfect pick for the Redskins, especially with Ron Rivera as the defensive uh, coach at this point. And new defensive coordinator and new head coach, I think, is a great pick for them. I said I would go over, over my mock draft last time, and I did really well on it. I got the first eight picks right, including Andrew Thomas uh, from Georgia, which I didn't see anyone else predict. So I think that was a great uh, a great day for me, especially for my mock draft. I ended up getting 9 out of 16, which I think is really good. Mel Kuyper, I think, only got about 5 or 4 out of 16, so I definitely did better than him, and he gets paid to do it. So I thought that was really cool and really fun. Um, so today I'm going over the top 11 picks in the NFL draft with my friend Teddy, who knows... He doesn't know a ton about football, but he has a bunch of really intriguing takes on each of the players, and I thought I would bring him in, especially for a couple players. He has some, someone might say outlandish takes, but let's just uh, thank him for coming on the show. So thank you, Teddy, for coming on the show today. Thank you, James, for having me. So what do you think about the first pick in Joe Burrow? Uh, I think Joe Burrow definitely has a lot of potential in the league. Um, but I do think that he is getting too much hype for how good he is. I say that uh, because he only had one good year in college, which was this last year, uh, where they won the nat- uh, the national. Um, and he, he had a lot of people around him. Uh, but... Those other years, he didn't have too much around him, um, and he just wasn't able to do what. And he was the backup and riding the bench a lot. And so, with the Bengals, they don't have much besides AJ Green, and I don't think that's enough to make him get all the hype that he's getting. So you think that he will be a kind of bust type player in? the NFL because he only had one good season. Kind of a lot of like a Haskins type player, I uh, I think you're saying, because only one really good season uh, at the college level maybe doesn't translate exactly to the NFL. Is that what I you're saying? Agree. Yes. Um, and I think you guys should definitely like believe me because I remember in 2012, everybody in D.C. was giving hype to RG3 and – I was always on the Kirk Cousin uh, train, no one else on it, and I knew he was going to be a good player, and I knew RG3 was going to be a bust. Yeah, he, he was saying from pretty much day one, Teddy was saying that RG3 was going to be a bust, even when RG3 uh, won the Rookie of the Year. RG3 was going to be a bust. Kirk Cousins is going to be the best quarterback on our team. So I will give him credit for that. So next pick is Chase Young. I know we both like the Redskins, so give your take on Chase Young. 
very happy that the Redskins got to pick Chase Young. Very good edge rusher, very good pass rusher, and I think this is really going to help the defensive line out. Um, and with the uh, with the NFC East being good, like fairly good uh, quarterbacks at the moment, I think he will definitely help the Redskins compete in this division. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So now I'm actually going to skip three and four. I'm going to go to uh, number five, Tua Tagovailoa from Alabama. What do you think about him? Tua, definitely a good player. Uh, can see the field well. But just in one year alone, pretty much, he got a ton of injuries. Um, I think it was his hip that put him out for a long time. Um, I think that's he's going to be looking like an RG3 type of player, getting injured a lot. And I just think, like, especially at the pros, bigger guys, faster guys, stronger. I'm not sure his body may be able to hold up with the pace and the size of the guys. Well, I definitely think that is a primary concern for Tua, for Tua because – you know, I, I don't think if he had that many injury concerns, he would. I think he would go number one in this draft, even though Joe Burrow had an amazing season. I think Tua, without injury concerns, I think he goes number one. But he almost even slipped a third quarterback in the draft. So I know you think Justin Herbert is the best quarterback in this draft. Explain to me why at number six. I just think he can see the field very well, uh, good arm, and I don't really see too much wrong with him. Um He's young, I think. He can definitely uh, do well. Philip Rivers, very good quarterback. Um, I think Justin Herbert can like learn from a year and like. Yeah, repla- rep- replace him as the quarterback in San Diego now that Philip Rivers is uh, is in Indiana or Indianapolis. Oh, I didn't hear about that. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Uh, he, I think he can be a good replacement. Of course, he does have a lot of potential. Not the, not. I think he is the third best quarterback right now. But I hear what you're saying about how he could be has the potential at least to be number, uh, the number one quarterback out of this draft. I, I can definitely see that happening in the future. So let's skip all the way to number. 10, where we're going to have Jedrick Willis Jr. from Alabama going to the Cleveland Browns. What do you think of him? I don't think he, I think Makai Becton, definitely a better player than Jedrick Willis. Um, I don't see why the Browns decided to take uh, Willis instead of uh, Becton. I think Becton would have done very well for Baker Mayfield. Um, And I do say the same thing about the number fourth pick, and Andrew Thomas, but I'm happy that Makai Becton did not go to the Giants because the Redskins would have to play him two times a year. Well, I also, uh, yeah, I think Andrew Thomas, highest floor in the draft, I think, out of those offensive players. That's why the Giants took him. They've been going that safe route for the last couple years with Dave Gettleman. The Daniel Jones, a smart, safe, well, uh, good fundamental player ahead of Dwayne Haskins, who has much more potential in the league. And, again, they go with Andrew Thomas here, who 
is the safe bet to block for Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, who they have in their backfield. So I think I like the Andrew Thomas pick, but I see where you're coming from with the really high ceiling of Makai Becton, who we're going to talk about next at number 11. I know you really like him, so give your analysis on this pick from the Jets. So I think Makai Becton is an amazing player all around. I think he the just maybe one of the best players in this draft. Uh, he pancakes people to the ground and eats it for breakfast. That's how many pancakes he has. Um, and just and he's really fast uh, th- for a three hundred sixty pound guy. Um, yes, I just think he's the best player. So and what got his jersey? Very hyped for that. Oh, wow, so you already have his jersey. So there it is, Teddy Satinia's first uh, Mackay Becton jersey ordered off of NFL. <laughs> That's funny, but what do you think? What are you thinking of the new uh, steroid allegations that Mackay Becton is getting? I don't think he did it. He's just a big guy. That's why everyone thinks he did it, but I think we all know he didn't do it, and that's why the Jets took that risk with everyone saying that he did it. But I think the Jets also know he definitely did not do it. Yeah, well, I think I'm just going to give him the benefit of the doubt at this, uh, at this point, even though he looks definitely superhuman or, and unnatural. But I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He definitely has the potential to be the best offensive lineman or even a top-five player out of this draft. Thank you for coming on today, Teddy. Thank you for having me. If you want to see, see Teddy again uh, on this podcast, then – just drop it down below in the comments or reach out to me saying, I want to see Teddy again. He's a big Caps fan, knows more about the Caps than I do, definitely more knows more about hockey than I do. So if I need to talk about hockey, I'll bring him on. If I need some hot takes or something like that, I'll bring him on, definitely. he He's entertaining, and I'll definitely like to have him on in the future. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about the Redskins, their overall draft. So I'm just going to list out all the players right now. Uh, Chase Young from Ohio State at number two. And then we didn't end up having a second-round pick. Our third-round pick was Antonio Gibson, pretty good wide receiver. Um, he, I mean, he decent wide receiver. I, I don't know if he's going to be that much of an impact player, but could definitely be a backup to, like, McLaurin. Then we got uh, Sahih. Sadiq Charles from LSU. We traded Trent Williams for a third and a fifth pick, a uh, third and a fifth round pick, excuse me, um, this draft. And I think and Sadiq Charles, I think, just fits in right where he left off. And I think it was a definitely a great pick right after we traded Trent. That might have been our best pick of the draft. And then we got Antonio Gandy Golden from Liberty, wide receiver in the fourth round as well. He he also uh, has potential to be a backup for Harmon on the other side or maybe even like a slot receiver behind uh, Steven Sims. Definitely improving on the wide receiver position. I don't know how much value we got there, but next pick, uh, fifth round, we had two fifth rounders. First one was Keith Ismahill from San Diego State. He was a center. We now have three centers on our roster, so they can all compete it out. We have Ross Spearbacher. We have Chase Roulier. And we have Keith Ismael. We could probably move him to another position if we need as well because you know how Redskins offensive linemen love to get hurt. So you, you can't 
you can't get too many offensive linemen, especially if you're the Redskins. And then we have Kalik Hudson from Michigan, also in number, round number five. My friend really likes him. He's a Michigan fan. He watched him every day. He He's a beast of an offensive uh, outside linebacker. Uh, he... I think he's a great selection in the fifth round. Good value. I mean, nothing amazing about it, but definitely a solid selection. Then we traded away our sixth-round pick last year for Case Keenum, and we got back a seventh-rounder. And to go with this year's seventh-rounder, we have two seventh-rounders, which we got Cameron Curl from Arkansas was a safety. We don't really have that many safeties. We signed Sean Davis. This offseason, we let go of Monte Nicholson, so we don't, and then we have Landon Collins, so solid backup safety, Cameron Curl, and then the the seventh round pick, which I really didn't understand, because we could have gotten Hunter Bryant out of Washington uh, at tight end, which we desperately need, but we ended up getting James Smith Williams, who is a defensive end out of NC State. He ha- um, is an extremely talented player, but has a lot of injury issues, and I just don't know if you need another defensive end with injury issues on your team when you desperately need a tight end. And in Hunter Bryant, I think, he he was listed as the fifth best tight end in the entire draft, so I think we could have gotten him definitely for a definitely for a better uh, better value. And we ended up signing Randy Moss's son, Thaddeus Moss, after the draft, which I thought was a pretty decent selection. And he's athletic. He's got good hands. He did play with Joe Burrow, which might have inflated his numbers, but he's a decent tight end that could be maybe impact for our team. Hopefully impact because we don't have any other tight ends on our team. So that's it with the Redskins draft in it was a good draft, I think, overall. I'd give it about a B or B-plus grade for the Redskins because you got Chase Young, so I don't know if you could really say too much about it. But next podcast, I will give out my NBA top 10 in detail, and I'm going to start this top 10 series where I give my top 10 players of each sport, maybe all-time and then current later. So I'll give my top 10 NBA players all-time next podcast. Thanks so much to Teddy for joining today. Uh, Gave some nice hot takes, analysis, and I'd love to have him on again. Let me know if you would as well. Thank you guys for listening. See you next podcast.